Ladies and gentlemen, it's Black History Month. ASAP Rocky actually did it, you know what I'm saying? We're going to talk about that and a whole lot more because it's been a long week. Go ahead, tell them about it, ASAP. I said, her pistol go. 
Cause she a fashion killer And I'm a jiggy nigga I said her pistol go Welcome to episode 98 of the Further Culture Podcast, you know what I'm saying? ASAP Rocky and Rihanna are now parents-to-be. Congratulations to the two of them. It got announced this week when a photographer took pictures of them in Harlem or in New York. I don't know if they were specifically in Harlem, but you know, Harlem is juice right now because ASAP just put on for the whole borough, you know what I'm saying? Um, Yeah, shout out to them. I'm going to get into the anniversaries real quick. Wu-Tang's Cream dropped on January 31st, 1994. Too Short released um, his classic album Life Is Too Short on the 31st in 1989. And then also, Kerry Washington turned 45 on January 31st. Rick James would have turned 74 on February 1st. Big Boy turned 47 on February 1st. Rest in power to the Jacka who passed away on the 2nd in 2015. Sean Kingston turned 32 on the 3rd. Rosa Parks' birthday was on the 4th. Janet released her classic album, Control, on the 4th. It's all today. And Cameron turned 46 today. So, welcome to Black History Month, ladies and gentlemen. This week has been wild. Um, we got the biggest news of the year with Rihanna and Rocky. We got Kanye West acting a fool. And partly in the right, it's just a lot going on. But I'm going to get into the quick things before I get into the big topics. Um... Draco the Ruler's family is suing Live Nation for $20 million. You know, he did get murdered um, the last couple months. Um, Live Nation is going through it right now because not only is it this, but we still haven't even got to the end of the World incident. So we're going to see how all this turns out. I hope that his family gets the money, honestly, because the way that he passed away and was murdered was ridiculous. Um, other quick news. Grand Theft Auto 6 was confirmed. And this is what Rockstar Games had to say. This is a quote directly from them this morning. Many of you have been asking about a new entry in the Grand Theft Auto series. With every new project, our goal is always to significantly move beyond what we previously delivered. We're pleased to confirm that active development for the next entry in the series is underway. We look forward to sharing more as soon as we are ready, so please stay tuned to the Rockstar Newswire for official details on behalf of the entire team. We thank you for all of your support and cannot wait to step into the future with you. So after nine years, so basically a decade of GTA 5, we have official news that we're moving forward. Thank you, Lord. We don't know anything else, obviously, but we're going to see. This is very promising, and I'm excited to see what the game brings us next. Hopefully it comes in the next couple of years. We're going to see, because remember all the rumors about it in, like before quarantine started, so... We gonna see. Other quick news. Bullet RC returned to YouTube officially. Shout out to him. If you're into fashion and sneakers and streetwear, anything like that, that is a channel that I highly recommend. I've been watching him since 2012, 2011, when he started. So, you know, follow him. Support his uh, brand, Sample Industries. So, you know, this is not a advertisement. I just really fuck with him and his work. So, definitely support him. Um, Baby Keem and Kendrick Lamar's Family Ties is certified platinum. And also Kanye West Gorgeous was certified platinum too. Like obviously 12 years later, but it's platinum. Um, let's see, other quick news. Big Sean and Janae Aiko are working on another 2088 album confirmed by Big Sean himself. And I dropped a new article, a review of Gunna's DS4. It's online on ml3fortheculture.com. So if you want to see what I had to say about the album, go ahead and look that up. And yeah, that is our quick news. 
Let me see if there's anything else in my notes that's fast before I get into all the controversies. Now that's just about everything. So the first thing I wanted to talk about was Spotify and India Ari. India is one of the greatest R&B artists to ever do it. Um, Neo Soul pioneer. She's up there with the greats. You know what I'm saying? She is taking her music off of Spotify. And the reasoning is 100% valid. And it's a great way to start Black History Month and check niggas that got us fucked up. So I'm going to let her speak for herself. Hey, y'all. I'm going to leave a short message here about why I decided to... Why I decided to ask my music be pulled off of Spotify. So check this out. No white people. It says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay. I goes, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there. We get out and we're giggling. Oh, we're going to see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. <laughs> we walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door and there was no white people. It says, okay, take I empathize with the people who are leaving for the COVID disinformation reasons, and I think that they should. I also think that Joe Rogan has the right to say what he wants to say. I also think that I have the right to say what I want to say. So as an artist who builds, Spotify is built on the back of the music streaming. So they take this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy $100 million, but they pay us 0.003% of a penny. Just take me off. I don't want to generate money that pays this. Just take me off. That's where I'm at. And I know that uh, I'm actually, to be honest with you, surprised that my statements were picked up because I thought people weren't really going to listen to me because that's what I'm the kind of that's what I'm used to from the industry. But I'm glad that I am being heard. And for that reason, I want to clarify my statements again. This is why. Watch this. Like, you know, the nigger thing. Yeah. Saying the word nigger. Uh, you've already said nigger. D is just like nigger. Well, saying nigger. She's calling you a nigger. It's like this boy that he's a nigger and starts calling them niggers. Word nigger. There should be a word like nigger, especially like the word nigger. That's our nigger. About niggers. He says nigger. Guy, a nigger. And then our niggers start saying nigger. Allowed to use the word nigger. Without the word nigger, see nigger. Word nigger. Say nigger and then you couldn't say nigger. Most nigger. So we know how social media can be. Things can be doctored. People are taken out of context. It's happened to me many times. However, I want to be clear in no uncertain terms where I stand on this is that he shouldn't even be uttering the word. Don't even say it under any context. Don't say it. That's where I stand. It's my right to stand there. I have always stood there. I have other feelings about it, but those are nuances that are not meant for this moment. He shouldn't even be saying it. And so the confluence of energies comes into play here. So now we have this person who was offensive to a lot of people who's paid $100 million. Spotify, the backbone of Spotify is the music. So you pay the musicians that are the backbone of your business. 003 to 0.005% of a penny. And you take this money. And you take this money that you generate over here because all the rest of it goes somewhere. The subscription fees go somewhere. So you take this money that's generated over here and you use it to invest in this guy. Do what you want. But take me off. Or pay me too. And I don't just mean me. I mean us. 
artists like me, pay us too. Pay podcasters of color too. So Artist Relations from Spotify called me yesterday and they asked me what I want and I've been thinking about this all night. I'm not gonna say it all here, but what I wanna say to you is something that I already knew, but I want you to know that they said it last night. Most of the streams on Spotify are black music, but we know that if, you, if you're paying attention at all, you understand the role of black music in this world. So that's a deeper nuance. Now, first I wanna apologize for everyone having to hear the word nigger from that stupid ass motherfucker's mouth that much. But a point had to be made. I didn't like Joe Rogan. I've never liked Joe Rogan. Memes are hilarious of him. Like memes are hilarious of anyone. But Joe Rogan is not someone I've ever supported or fooled with ever. Um, if you watch UFC and all that, whatever, I don't care. Like I watch it, but I don't watch it for Joe Rogan. And I watch it without paying for it. So there it is. Um, I feel like it's not new that he got this money because he got this money almost over a year ago but I'm glad that people are finally realizing that he got paid this much money on Spotify because like as stupid as Joe Button was when everything fell out with his podcast when this happened with Joe Rogan and Joe Button didn't get paid when Joe Button was the number one pod on there and he wasn't getting offered anywhere near that amount of money you see what type of time they was on um so I'm standing with India and I'm not going to be putting any more playlists on Spotify until there's some type of resolution to this shit or there's some type of explanation or Joe Rogan isn't given that money or is something's happens, you know what I'm saying? So like India said, the role that black music or black entertainment in general has in this world is, yeah, we run everything, but they're never paying us what we're worth in the general sense because black people support black people like Ebony Magazine and Essence and things like that in its heyday where we were really supporting each other. But as far as Spotify and all these like giant platforms that just pay white people or white mediocrity in general gets um, endless amounts of money. It's, it's sad when black people have to work twice as hard to get absolutely nothing in this term or this sense. Um, so yeah, I'm supporting this black woman and everything she's standing for. And I hope that y'all do too. Spotify is a platform that everyone uses just about. I wasn't using it because I've been on Tidal and Apple Music and I just put things on Spotify for those who do use it. But you know, if you're on Spotify and you're looking for a new place to go, Apple Music does cost money, but Tidal has a free version. So slide over there. All my playlists will be transferred onto Tidal because everything that's new that I've been releasing is already on there, but I gotta go back and put all my old stuff on there. So if you guys need to um, go to a new platform, I recommend Tidal. If you pay a little extra, you get super high quality and you do hear the difference. But if you don't care about the difference like that, go ahead and rock with that free version. And if you have student discount, go ahead and keep rocking with, with whoever you with because you're going to get half off anyway. Um, except for Spotify. Go ahead and dip off on Spotify if you're supporting black artists or you're against all this shit that uh, Joe Rogan is continued to be a part of. And you could even take the Joe Rogan thing out of it and just think about how much they're paying these artists and how much bullshit that is like that alone if you really care about these artists should show you 
where you need to go because title pays you the most or pays artists the most as far as streams go and um this is the best quality of the music anyway so go ahead and support that so now that that's over with i want to get into the next topic which is creators and consumers of content because we just got off spotify this week um i know a lot of you know who Alyssa ashley is she's a black woman from oakland content creator she did makeup that's how she got famous makeup great photography she has like a super expensive camera where she takes her picture you can zoom in and everything's still 4k you know great content creator she now has a passion for health and working out and things like that for herself she's not promoting anything she's not telling people to go do anything that's harmful or anything like that right she just happened to start posting what she's doing people liked it she kept posting it and then here go idiots online trying to push a narrative about i don't know it's like when people decide to have a different passion other people decide to try to speak on that like that ain't got nothing to do with you so here's the tweet I'm not even going to read the at name or anything. I'm pretty sure you guys have seen it. But she said, one of the major makeup girls trying to rebrand as a fitness girl is funny to me. There's nobody else that that applies to, right? So Alyssa finally seen it and was like, people keep tagging me. So a word of advice to anyone. It is normal to discover new passions and it is okay to explore those passions. My content has always reflected what I am passionate about. From makeup to photography, now health and fitness, and this is the happiest that I've been. And then, the idiot um, continued to say, Not only did I not say your name, you took it upon yourself to open my fat ass to violence. Open up my fat ass to violence, so thank you. I'll make sure to send the screenshots of the death threats I'm getting to. <laughs> and then, Alyssa responded and said, you put up an unnecessary tweet hoping people would agree and talk shit with you. Things took a turn because people found it weird. It was sent to me. I took it as a moment to remind people to pursue whatever passion makes them happy and now you're the victim. If that tweet would have swayed in the direction they were hoping for it to sway, they would have been rejoiced in feeling accomplished and being weird for no reason. But because it's not, now you're being a coward and somehow turning this into a me being wrong for responding. In no way was this meant to be a moment for people to be fat phobic and send threats. But what exactly were you aiming to achieve? With your original tweet to begin with, be honest with yourself. Take this as a lesson to maybe just mind the business that fulfills you and move on. Now, as far as this specific situation, I can say this. Recently, with a lot of black content creators, black women content creators, whenever they get into health and fitness, there's always the group of people that aren't into health and fitness, which is not an issue at all. But they decide to become an issue by saying, oh, you're being fat phobic by working out or you're being fat phobic by going to the gym or all this other shit. Wanting to better yourself in any way, shape, or form is not a phobia to the opposite of that. It's not. Now, if they're making this content and talking shit about people in the opposite of that, that's what it is. But it's not that in this case. So, and in most cases with these people. And then on the other end of the spectrum, people who are in shape are starting to talk about there's a fit phobia. And I'm like, okay, both of y'all are fucking dumb. Everyone needs to do what they want to do. If you want to work out and better yourself, cool. If you're comfortable with where you're at and this is the life that you want to live, that's cool too. That's fine. But everybody on this phobia shit, like you guys learn suffixes. Somebody I know was talking about it. They said if you guys learn suffixes and prefixes of things and you just add it to shit 
to make it fit wherever the fuck you want it to fit. And it does not work that way. It doesn't. If you're uncomfortable with yourself, be uncomfortable with yourself by your damn self. If you want to better yourself, better yourself and find a community of people that want to better themselves or a person who's going to push you to better yourself. I feel like I'm really irritated with this because one, my father passed away due to bad health. So that shit bothers me when people are against being better or working out to be better. And I feel like people need to understand that health is the most important thing that we have in our lives because without it, you're not going to be here anymore. Um, especially as black people, because we're raised in situations where we don't have access to things and then we get so used to these things. It's like it's looked at as a white thing or a, a wrong thing to work at being better or to be healthier. Like, for example, people who are vegan. I'm not vegan and I could not do it. More power to you. But people who do that, they get made fun of and things like that. Like, I'm all for regular jokes, but people are serious when they say these things, and that's a problem. So, salutes to Alyssa Ashley. I'm standing with you on that. And any content creator in general, like Alyssa said, if you make something and you decide to pivot your passion to something else, be the best version of whatever you're passionate about that you want to be. Because this applies to anything. If I decided to stop podcasting and go straight into something else, that's on me, and that's what I decide to do because that's what I'm passionate about. I do everything right now. I make playlists. I do this podcast. I stream video games. I do, I write. I have a web. Like, I do everything, mainly because I was already doing everything. I just decided to put it online, but also because I didn't want to get put in a box from Jump, and I hate that a lot of content creators get put in boxes because they start off doing one thing, and they get famous for it. Like, even Bullet R.C., I could bring him back up again. On a podcast, he talked about how certain videos blow up and other videos aren't going to. Like, shoes release early, and you have the early unboxings and things like that that blow. But then if you're doing a vlog and you're showing your life and you're showing some lifestyle type of uh, video, that doesn't get the traction that you want it to. And it's it puts you in a box as far as trying to make money to live. But then also there's people who hate on it, and it's like it's ridiculous because at the end of the day, consumers... You don't have to fucking watch it. Just don't watch it. It's not that difficult. It's not. Just don't watch it. If you don't like it, do not watch it. Watch something else. If you want to watch them for makeup, watch them when they drop makeup. If you want to watch them when they're working out, watch them when they're working out. If you don't like anything that they're doing, don't go to the channel. You could avoid so much bullshit that you, that you get yourself mad. And you react to things that don't got nothing to do with you. Because this is someone else's passion. And they want to do what they want to do. If you were to get online and you were to say something about what you love to do. And then all of a sudden a community of people were like, oh, you're a, you're against this. That's not what you said. So stop being ignorant on purpose. Like, it's really ridiculous to me how people are so entitled to content creators. Like, we're not your slaves. We're not. Like, unless we ask you what you want, what we want to do, you know what I'm saying? And you have an option to choose something outside of those times. There is nothing that we owe you. Nothing. If you support us because you like us, great. We thank you for it. But out here trying to force us to do things or be angry because we decided to change our passion up or something that we're, we used to do, we don't enjoy anymore, mainly because of people like you that force it, then leave leave 
because it does not matter that much to us because we're doing what we want to do whether it's five people watching 500 people watching 500,000 people watching 2 million people watching it don't matter because clearly we like what we're doing so that's what I have to say about that and I'm going to play one of the new songs that came out this weekend which is let's see which one am I going to choose actually I'm going to go with Queen Nyjah's song because that snippet had me juice for a long time so here's Hate Our Love with Big Sean hey whoa hey I can't lie, I wanted you the first time that I saw you. Try to diss me till you realize I'm someone you could talk to. You've been hurt over and over, tell me what has it taught you? Soon as you fell for me though, I had caught you. Dead your exes, don't let them haunt you. You know if they want what's best for them, then they still want you. I know, I know. Boy, I love you on your worst day. Still see you how I saw you on the first day. Even though there's times that we ain't seeing out of can't imagine spending holidays or birthdays without you In a moment I leave, I miss being around you And I know you mean well, I never ever doubt you Yeah, we've been through some hell, but I still care about you Still crazy about you And I know all I say Hoping and praying on a downfall Praying on a downfall I wanna see you walk away Won't be satisfied until we break up Said you with me for the clout and you don't really love me While we sitting here laughing at all these f***ing dummies I don't get it, we stay out the way and stack our money Take vacations and make sure the kids ain't lacking nothing Throwing shade but on this island, it's real sunny Wouldn't trade it for nothing, That ever came between us was distance Only thing you ever asked from me is to keep it consistent We've been working on communication And I learned it's not just how you talk though It's how you listen I can't be worried about mentions who ain't us? They could take how they want to take it. Trying to break a happy home up while we renovated. Niggas be irritated. They wish we would end it, but they wasn't there at the beginning. They wasn't there when your bro died and the pain felt never ending. Buying that been a minute. You on the wall, the only time you was pinned against me. Help organize my life before you, it was a crash. I can see my future with you because I met you in the past. Like me and more. Can't think of anything in the world that I needed more. It's that grandparents rocking chair, fall in love, never needed a Voice. In fact, I ball with you only time that we needed a court. You need me, I'm needing you more.
I love this sample so much. Shout out to Queen. Shout out to Big Sean. Beautiful record. I hope it charts well. Just came out yesterday. Or at midnight. So yeah. Hate our love. Another new record that came out is Nicki Minaj's Do We Have a Problem with Lil Baby. I will be playing that soon. But I wanted to get into two more quick things. Um, A Tribe Called Quest and Eminem were nominated for the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So shout out to both of them, especially Tribe Called Quest, one of the greatest R, not R&B, greatest hip hop groups of all time. Um, rest in peace to Fife. And another quick thing is Mariah the Scientist said that an EP is coming soon, so we might have new music from her. And hmm, I'm gonna get into Kanye. So I have a great funny quote from Kanye first, and then I'm gonna get into the serious stuff. Um, Kanye West talked about nfts and it was uh hilarious so let me go to his instagram real quick and get this quote make sure it's still up if it's still up we good if it's not here you go my focus is on building real products in the real world real food real clothes real shelter don't ask me to do a fucking nft yay ask me later and then uh, Kanye's caption for this was, stop asking me to do NFTs. I'm not going to co-sign. For now, I'm not on that wave. I make music and products in the real world. I appreciate that from him because, you know, he's not just hopping on something to make some extra money. He's actually really focused on trying to help people. So that's good to see from Ye. But in the more serious news, Kanye and uh, Kim's divorce is starting to get uglier because not only did the thing happen with the whole birthday party leaving him away from that until he like got the address from Travis Scott but now they're arguing about North being on TikTok right or on social media in general Kanye actually he took a great shot at Kim because I don't I don't fuck with any Kardashian you're gonna learn that if you didn't know it now you're gonna know it if you didn't know it now you're gonna know now um Kanye says since this is my first divorce I need to know what I should do about my daughter being put on TikTok against my will. Now, the way he worded that, ooh, the way he worded that, drop my phone, is a little, uh, little off, but both parents should have a say in what their children do at the end of the day. Like, I'm not parent, I'm not giving parenting advice at all, but both parents that are active in their child's life should have a say in what their child is allowed to do or what the guidelines are that come with it. Now... Kanye said that, and then Kim said the following. Let me go to her Instagram, because I'm pretty sure it's still there. Kanye's constant attacks on me in interviews and on social media is actually more hurtful than any TikTok North might create. As the parent who's the main provider and caregiver for our children, I'm doing my best to protect our daughter while also allowing her to express her creativity in the medium that she wishes with adult supervision because it brings her happiness. Divorce is difficult enough on our children and Kanye's obsession with trying to control and manipulate our situation so negatively and publicly is only causing further pain for all. From the beginning, I have wanted nothing but a healthy and supportive co-parenting relationship because it is what is best for our children and it saddens me that Kanye continues to make it impossible every step of the way. I wish to handle all matters regarding our children privately and hopefully he can finally respond to the third attorney he has had in the last year to resolve any issues amicably. Now, taking shots at him about the the lawyers while also saying I want to do this privately. Nothing Kim does is private, let's be honest. So that shit sounds stupid from her, from Jump. 
that's just me um do i agree with all these things being private 100 percent. but you're kim kardashian this is what you do and kanye made a mistake having a child with a kardashian children are a blessing there's nothing against the children at all but kanye having children with kardashians was a mistake and we see that and we knew that when it happened but um as far as north being on tiktok i don't even know how old north is how old is north I'm gonna check on that before I even say anything. How old is North? She's eight. She's eight. Yeah. Okay. Well, she doesn't have any business being on there. Not on live. You know what I'm saying? Unless it's with her mom. Like, if she's talking about doing this with adult supervision, cool. But I don't follow or look at anything that Northwest does, so I wouldn't know. But um, if the father doesn't want his child on social media and the mother is like social media everything there needs to be some type of compromise and that's where i stand on that because they're both parents that are both active she's saying she's the main provider and all this i'm like at the end of the day kanye's an active father you if you keep blocking him from doing things and that's not an inactive parent that's just a parent who's trying to do things if you think that that's being difficult or fighting everything then y'all need to talk because you got with a man that disrespected him the father of your children on public um, networks before he was even with you and then you decided that was the man you wanted to be with and have around your kids and if he's not around your kids then I renege that statement but you can't do all these things and then turn around and be upset when Kanye speaks on things like at the end of the day Kanye is a father who wants to do things with his children and have a say in the things that his children does as any father who's active would so Kanye um, hopefully things get better with them and yeah Kanye continue to speak on things let me go to that I'll read the rest of his stuff before I continue he said what do you mean by main provider America saw you try to kidnap my daughter on her birthday by not providing the address you put security on me inside of the house to play with my son then accused me of stealing I had to take a drug test after Chicago's party because you accused me of being on drugs Tracy Romulus stop manipulating Kim to be this way I'm assuming that's the lawyer or attorney. Now, he hasn't even said anything bad about Kim. The only thing he's actually said bad about Kim was the whole, this is my first divorce, which is hilarious because at the end of the day, she got three of them. Um, then Kanye continued two hours ago. TMZ, my children are not a game to me. I need an apology for how you tried to spin the narrative. You are not being a fair media source. You're picking sides against the father or dad is the exact quote. Now, TMZ's quote was Kanye West shades Kim Kardashian over Northwest on TikTok. And at New Ye Headlines, which is correcting Ye Headlines on Twitter, said, corrected Kanye wants a say on how his children are raised, which is correct. Um, TMZ isn't the most reliable source when it comes to these type of things or clickbaity site. The only thing that I trust from TMZ is if they're reporting someone's death. Outside of that, I'm not really looking at TMZ for anything and I don't fuck with TMZ. So, yeah. Um, I hope that Kanye is okay. I hope that everything gets better with Kanye and Kim and all this stuff. I don't fuck with the Kardashians whatsoever. Any of them, Jenner's Kardashian, don't matter to me. But I hope that Kanye is able to see his children and have a say in how they're raised and everything gets fixed amicably that way. Now, I'm going to get into some games and sports. But before I get into sports fully, I want to talk about Apex because, you know, that's my main game that I play. 
Season 12 is coming out in a couple of days. There's a new mode that is similar to Domination in Call of Duty. You can't load up with that many players, like nine players, which is going to be nine on nine. It's a limited time mode for now. I don't know if it's going to be permanent like Arenas ended up being. But we're going to see you start with loadouts similar to the um, Christmas Capture the Train Station event. So we're going to see how this goes. I'm excited. Mad Maggie looks like she's going to be broken as hell first week or so. But that's usually how it goes the first week or so. So all my Apex Legends players, good luck. I'm going to keep trying to get to Platinum. And yeah. So to get into sports, before I get into the real like heavy stuff with the NFL, the Raiders stuff going on in NBA, the MLB lockout is still going on. So Major League Baseball is locked out and it's looking hectic. But Max Scherzer had this to say. He said, um, we want a system where threshold and penalties don't function as caps, allow younger players to realize more of their market value, make service time manipulation a thing of the past, and eliminate tanking as a winning strategy. And then Alex Wood followed up with, it would probably take two weeks just for an impartial mediator to get caught up enough to proceed. They then use an already broken System slash CBA is guideline toward a new deal. Makes zero sense for anybody. Players are ready to make a fair, mutually beneficial deal. Hashtag at the table. So Major League Baseball was asking for a mediator, and then the players were like, no, we don't need a mediator. We want something that works for both of us, and it's looking like baseball will not be uh, coming on time. Any like you know, So spring training obviously would be starting either – this week, like catchers and pitchers would be reporting and things like that, but that's not going on obviously because of the lockout. So we're gonna see how this goes and how far this ends up. Um, so I hope baseball comes on time, but I don't see it happening. Now, NFL news, I'm not gonna get too deep into it because I'm gonna be writing an article that I'm releasing in a few days. But Brian Flores is suing the NFL and he's suing them for discrimination and he has proof with Bill Belichick um texting him about the Giants job because he knew Brian Dable was getting the job and he texted him congratulations but he texted the wrong Brian so that's a part of the lawsuit and the official statement is basically uh let's talk about the double standard experienced by Panthers defensive coordinator Steve Wilkes who was fired after one losing season with Josh Rosen as a rookie QB while a white coach Cliff Kingsbury went 5-10 and 10 in his first year with Ricky QB Kyler Murray and kept his job. Brian Flores also alleges that he was paid or offered $100,000 per loss as the Dolphins head coach, and he didn't accept it. Hugh Jackson, former coach of the Browns, came out and said that he was also offered money to lose. I'm not sure if he took it. i seen there was an update to his statement, so I'm not going to get too deep into it again. I'm writing my article, and it'll be out on ML3ForTheCulture.com sometime this next week but yeah the NFL is going through it but in positive news for the NFL my Raiders are doing great things they're not a racist organization we're doing what we got to do we have hired Patrick Graham as the new defensive coordinator as of like literally an hour and a half two hours ago and we hired Champ Kelly as the assistant general manager he was the assistant director of player personnel for the Bears last year and yeah we fired our offensive coordinator, Greg Olson. Thank the Lord. Tom Cable's gone. Thank the Lord. We're building a great staff in Vegas, and I can be happier. But, oh, 
before I even finished NFL, almost forgot. Tom Brady retired. The goat is gone. Um, it's weird to think about watching NFL games without Tom Brady existing because as long as I can remember, he's been the quarterback. One of my first football memories is the Tuck Rule game when I was a child. So um, it was fuck Tom Brady for a long time because of that. But you eventually come to realize that nigga is the greatest to do it. He was in the right situations when he did what he had to do. Um, yeah. So peace, Tom. Enjoy retirement. And let's get into basketball because we got some shit to talk about. They're playing basketball. Uh, all around we the world. The uh, uh, to the beach, y'all. around the world y'all know this is so 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 the warriors are on an eight game win streak ladies and gentlemen we whooping everybody ass clay thompson is back back you know what i'm saying he dropped 23 points he had six threes in the first quarter or some shit it was crazy steph curry is out of his slump it's a beautiful thing but i'm gonna read off the all-star reserves real quick james harden uh, Jason Tatum, Zach Levine, Fred Van Fleet, Jimmy Butler, Chris Middleton, Darius Garland, and in the West, we have Luca, Chris Paul, uh, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Draymond, he's hurt so he's not going to play, Carl Anthony Towns, and Rudy Gobert, who cried his way to the next, what, three, four All-Star games? So, we have that. I believe that LaMelo Ball should be in the All-Star game over James Harden, stupid ass. And I believe... Murray, Javante, uh, DeJounte Murray is going to be in after Draymond sits. And also, Kevin Durant's not playing, so I believe that Jalen Brown's probably going to end up in the game because of that. But we're going to see. Um, yeah. There's no reason LaMelo Ball shouldn't be in the All-Star game. And in the Rising Stars game, Jonathan Kaminga was left off the roster. Don't understand how that happened. But, you know, hey, whatever. It's ridiculous, but whatever. As far as the dunk contest goes, for the Warriors, we got JTA in the, in the All-Star Games, All-Star Weekends dunk contest. We're going to see how that goes. I'd rather have GP2 or Kaminga in it, you know what I'm saying? But shout out to JTA, kid from 95th. About to do his thing, hopefully. We're going to see how that go. Um, What else do we have? Oh, as far as Draymond goes, he's going to be out for about three more weeks, he said, but we're not going to need surgery. So that's a beautiful thing. So no rushing. Just go ahead and do what you got to do, my boy. And positive news for the WNBA. Nike invested to um, into the WNBA. An equity investor in the league to create more visibility for WNBA athletes and for future generations. And on top of that, today, this is via sideline sources. The WNBA closed on a $75 million deal in funding the largest ever capital raise in women's sports. The WNBA's groundbreaking funding comes from more than two dozen new investors and existing WNBA slash NBA owners, including Baron Davis, Pal Gasol, Nike, so this is a part of what they were doing, Condoleezza Rice, Lauren Powell Jobs, Joe, and Clara Sai, Michael and Susan Dale, and Swin Cash. And I'm probably more. But yeah, the WNBA is getting bigger and we love to see it because the women deserve the spotlight just as much because they play the same sport. It might not be on the same level right now because there's not the same amount of visibility, but it's getting bigger. So shout out to all of them. 
and I would like to end it and close out with this to say you control the content that you watch and listen to but not what the creators that you watch create so with all of that being said black people stay together enjoy Nicki Minaj to close trips bitch she's the spying on my flicks he admiring my drip check what i do to check a clear two pull up like a drive through so check your rear view. i don't care how long it take to get an op back all my niggas outside steak bitch we out back i don't care how long it take to get an op back all my niggas outside steak bitch we out back from Mike Rubin. I'm not by myself, my whole crew lit. Next to Chanel, I put her in that new print. It is what it is, I can't make no excuses. I hit the whole group, but that make me a groupie. Balenciaga, condition, not Gucci. From one city to city and bulletproofs. You can't run with my gang, they'll bully you. Been had switches, I know what them foolish do. I'm a violent, me know what you wanna do. Ain't no fun by yourself, bring a friend or two. We be menaging and boost up his ego. She a little demon, I'm that cost amigo. Yeah, baby. Tell him I need him, my bitch, she a rider. Got a shooter and I got a driver. And when that heat, I'm the only provider. Little back for him, bitch, worth a five, yo. Niggas know the vibe, that's worth a five, yo. Beef, we bout to resolve, yo. Pull up on the up, do we have a problem? There's no auto-tune on me, is there? Don't mean no rap, but when I say bitches ride the wave. Flooding my watch, but ain't giving the clown the time of day. Ain't talking Christmas, wouldn't holler in my holidays. I fuck with niggas that be out for days they don't let me know they don't let me when they get you like in that 45 special flow they don't watch you yo yes i'm always good for the bag niggas gonna hop out on that ass ski mask heavy on the ski mask too and the ski mask ain't for the pandemic it, it go with the semi paid a pretty damn penny <laughs>